Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Phoenix Rods. Today we have two hilarious guys, uh, Eric Lannisfine and Matt Koch. Eric came on to promote his, um, it's like a video series. It's like a, a video article on the local inshore fishing. And uh, he gives all that information in the podcast. It's on Bloody Decks. And it's like the local bite, I think. Uh, and he does it every Friday. So please go check that out. He does everything from bluefin to calico. Great stuff. Um, two of the funniest guys ever. <laughs> they they are true dickheads to this podcast. This is a reason why I made up nickheads, because these two are fucking dickheads. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And I love them for that. They're the funniest guys <laughs> that come on. And, and their, their nine questions with Nick Head has probably been one of the funniest ones I've ever done. So I got to get on that this week. Um, sorry about not having one last week. It's been super busy. Working on this leadhead, it's been a lot of work. Thank God for all my friends helping me. You know, Kelly, Pupo, and um, Joe from Performance, and Bobby, and everyone's been a big help. So thank you to them. Um, check out the tournament series. If you guys like fishing calico, this is a great time to enter. It is 150 for a three-man team. You could check out the flyer on Cast and Crank or Slaterity. Um right now i think we're at 27 boats so i'm not fishing i'll just be doing weigh-in and uh yeah so you don't need to have a team it's called battle of the brands presents beyond the break but you do not need to have a team so if you're interested in, in it uh, dm me rdm peck at slay dirty and we'll hook you up and yeah it should be a great payout if all boats come it's three thousand for first a uh, thousand for second and 500 for third so check that out also, check out the toy drive that's going to be coming up again in December. It's going to be a chain reaction again. It should be a lot of fun. And check out our website. We have a little bit of stuff on there. Not much. Been super busy, like I said. 
We're going to have a shirt. I'm going to start working on that this week, getting uh, Charles' design all set up. And I think that's about it. Um, check out the YouTube. I'm lagging again on that. It's just so much to keep up with the, my job, my home life podcast, and the bait company, the Let It Company. So it's been crazy. Next, on Monday, it will be Josh Jones and Kelly Pupo. Um, I think then the next one will be the Spotty Roundtable. It might be midweek. And then I have Ryan Block this week as well. So that'll be a great story. Talk about his big fish at Skinner. Uh, probably some hunting and uh, some weightlifting. So we could get big like Block. <laughs> um, and that's about it. I hope you guys like this episode. Check out the Patreon. Thank you, Mike Gilbert, for being the sponsor last month. This month's sponsors blanked. They are giving away a canine, the Joker, and a ghost. So please go sign for that. You'll have a chance at two baits on the BDE tier and you'll have for the nick heads will have a chance at one bait um please check it out it helps the podcast helps pay for all the uh hosting all, all kinds of crap shirts stuff like that so please check that out appreciate that and i hope you like this episode thanks for listening guys welcome to casting frank podcast today we got the man Captain F bomb, <laughs> Mr. Hotcock, <laughs> and uh, Eric, uh, Eric and Matt haven't been on for about a year. It's been a year. Uh, well, no, you're at the PCS show. No, he was in a year of exile. Yeah, yeah. I have the best podcast from the PCS show. Yeah, just don't know if I can release it. I still yeah. have it saved there, but it's probably the funniest podcast. Really? Ever now yeah. I want to hear it. Uh, Jimmy starts lighting up a cigarette during. The yeah, in the middle of the I heard he did yeah. that. Yeah, he, ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it was, and they both got pretty fucking. Slurry by the end mm-hmm. of the podcast to go do a fucking yeah. <laughs> our, our seminar wasn't, wasn't much better. I appreciate yeah. you not releasing that podcast. I've been I dreading it. I thought about it. And I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea. We talk way too much shit on. Yeah, people. there was a lot of <laughs> lot of negative things being said about people. Um, but what and he, I, what we want to do and talk about is a uh, calico for sure. I got a couple questions for them since we're doing tournament. I want to get their opinions on some things and uh, the video. So Eric kind of stepped away from the riding on bloody decks, and now he's doing. A video portion and i want to kind of talk about your that's kind of cool because you can see what you're talking about a lot of the things you're talking about right yeah it's you know it's not just that it's um and i'm sorry to come on here and promote something that's really not my uh my thing here but um so uh if you guys don't know i write a weekly column for bd outdoors after like the last 10 years kind of talking about what's biting called the socal scene and uh Pretty much breaks down every Friday what's going on, whatever to go the weekend, whatever. And they asked me to go to a video format, which at first I was very reluctant to because uh, I definitely have a face for writing. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. But uh, I think all of us do in this room, so it's fine. Yeah. So the uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> what I decided to do with it is take it away from just a report like everybody's doing. You go to Western. I mean, there's every report you need is right there on Facebook every day. I mean, you don't yeah. or Instagram. You don't need to read my shit or watch my video. So what I decided to do was every week I'm I'm talking about actual live stuff that I'm doing with how I'm fishing, what I'm using, where I'm going, or my thought process as to what's happening. And I think if people tune in every week over the course of a year, it's going to be like a full, you know, even if I only talk for 10 or 15 minutes about it, it could be like a full seminar to people. And, you know, I, I this week I talked about me and Matt and Jimmy went out and cut a bunch of bluefin, not a bunch, cut four. But um, I talked about 
my thought process involved with where we could we fish where nobody else does so it's like we get out there and we see something how we relate to this you know what's the current doing what's the topography all these different things and i kind of break it down i explain it kind of have like a video chart that shows different things i could send you a little clip of it to put up and yeah uh, maybe when we're talking that's easy for me to kind of just put right, it in there yeah right but it, it, what it comes down to is it, it i'm giving people a not a beginner lesson you know somebody goes to a seminar or something you get the very basic uh you know, go here, cast this lure, do that, fish have no hands, whatever bullshit someone comes up with, right? Yeah. But um, this is more of a, you know, and I, I'm not, it's hard not to sound pretentious, and I don't intend to, but it's, it's more of a master class in fishing in that I'm sharing a much deeper thought process. And I, I, th- I think I, it's good because, like I tell Eric all the time, 80% of the people that are launching their boats next to us aren't even thinking that way. They're just launching their boat, going to the bait barge, going to the 14-mile bank or oh, wherever. I agree. I agree. And that's where they're going because that's what the little fish icon on the fishing map says to go. All and you know, some guys don't take the strap off of their trailer. <laughs> yeah, we know try that back one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, <laughs> that does happen. It does happen, yeah. yeah. But great. some people also, you know, bow ride a Boston Whaler and they almost sink it because they might have they went yeah. to Hometown hey. Buffet a couple yeah. too many times. There, there he is. Or, by He's the way, here. I'm going to say, you He's have... Here. You you have amazing Mexican food on the side of this road here, Nick. I was I was looking. I'll tell you what, Buena Park. Don't, it's God. Don't looks eat Mexican good. food here. Really? <laughs> well, Buena Park. Don't look, Asian stuff like Japanese or dude. Like they had like all like kinds or, of the food trucks. I was oh, going to stop. Right there. When okay. there's yeah. food trucks by your house, that's a you know. But Buena yeah. Park isn't that nice park? It's not nice parking. I know that. There's no. just we every house. We don't live like in the best families. part. Like that riverbed below it. It's very bad. I, I grew. I grew up on the other. Worse side. than this. It's way worse. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, grew, I, grew, <laughs> I grew up on the other side in Buena Park on the other side of uh, Orange Thorpe. We know you did. That's okay. not Let, bad. Let's, uh, let's let's back up here and talk about how great I am for a second. Here. Okay. Anyways, like like I said, um, most people that are launching their boats and you know they're fishing, they're not thinking. Eighty percent of them are not thinking that way. What's good about the videos is that Eric. Uh, you know, takes all the fun out of fishing and he makes you actually think ahead of time. Oh, but maybe if I, they follow this curve and this line and this depth and you know, the topography, maybe the same, these fish, they were here yesterday. Maybe if I go up the line a couple miles, maybe they're going to pop up there at, at the tide, which is good. Cause I think, like I said, most people aren't thinking that way, which it, and if, if they see his thought process while he's doing the videos, I think they, it could probably stretch their brain a little bit and, well, it just gives them a different look at it. You know, it's like, you know, imagine you're learning curve in freshwater or saltwater bass fishing. If you had, you know, you go out and see stuff and you don't know what you're seeing. I mean, we certainly didn't when we first got our boat. No, I agree. Like, what I, the first thing I always said when I got you on, I have already knew who you were from like two or three years ago when you wrote the Spotted Bay Bass thing. And there was a video, and if you type in how to fish Spotted Bay Bass on YouTube, your video is like one of the, right. it was either an article or a video, I don't know what it was, but I was like, fuck, crankbaits yeah and you're like it was like fuck i'm reading it like taking notes and i i mean it did help a lot even there's stuff like for i went, went with higashi we kind of buddy boat out for uh, dorado i was the idiot that got in line at the bait barge yeah fucking waited an hour for dead bait should have went straight on just to whatever Louis, yeah. you know Wait but for wood chip stuff yeah. you know like stuff that, <laughs> you know like dorado <laughs> no i'm talking about the bait but yeah i, I don't mind was, i don't mind dorado. Horrible. yeah, yeah. Was, but Basically, what it comes down to is that you cannot teach someone how to fish through reading an article or showing a video. Even if I get a video saying, this is exactly what I'm doing. Oh, look, I caught one. Mm-hmm. This is the lure. This is how I cast. You have to actually 
get the person thinking about what they're doing. And that's what I'm trying to do in these videos. And I'm not going over basics here. I'm saying that we saw this. And this last video I just did, you know, I'm, I'm showing like a, a image of Catalina with the topography, the underwater topography associated, and showing an arrow. Look, the current's going this way. This is what's causing this upwelling right here. This is what's creating plankton to gather and aggregating bait fish, and that's why tuna are right here. And if tuna are here, they're going to be here, here, and here. And this is the thought process of how people can go out. And I do the same for bass or rockfish or yellowtail or marlin, just about anything. It's all the same. It just varies on the species you're targeting. Do you, and when you do these videos, is it uh, company related or you try to just make it like, so it's not like, hey, I got to use this. No, nomad. no, I don't do that hey, at I gotta, all. You're just like, this is the technique I'm going to use. I'm not there to sell you. I'm not there to sell anybody any products. I don't, yeah. Wow. You're really jumping right off the deep end. <laughs> hey, um, what do I do? <laughs> he's, he's going Sunglasses. Yeah. Coming in hot caught. Bass yeah. clicker. But the. Uh, <laughs> Electric fishing, actually. Yeah. So what it, what, it, what it comes down to is that. I don't talk about that kind of stuff. People ask me, and I'll say, you know, so what's funny, I was talking about the, so Jimmy and Matt both caught tuna that were about 100 pounds on really light bass gear, 300 size reel, 50 pound Damn. braid, seven foot, uh, his weedless swim bait rod, and he snagged the thing in the fucking back. <laughs> and still killed in 10 minutes. So I go on my video, and I'm talking about, okay, this is the, you know, I'm, I'm arguing on the behalf of using a graphite composite rod when okay. targeting tuna. We had two weeks ago a 100 Probably close to 150 pound fish hooked on a nine foot musky graphite rod from Fenwick that Jimmy had, and could not get the leverage because that that graphite shuts off too fast. Mm -hmm. I was talking about the fact that hey, you need a graphite composite rod, gla uh, glass tip with a graphite butt yeah, section yeah. that brings your your fulcrum back quite a bit, so you can pull harder. But anyway, I'm talking about you know the the Rain Shadow Judge series that. Uh, that we use, and I get a comment on YouTube. Is that I looked it up, I couldn't find a Ranchero Up series anywhere. So, like, so that's how hard I'm Nick, pushing Nick's my coming out with that one. Yeah. But I mean, this is the cool part is like you give an option. So, like, everyone, what is everyone fucking throwing for tuna right now? Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. Fucking. Yeah, fuck so, themselves. <laughs> I don't understand. I was watching it because I, I don't, I click and I look and I scan. I was watching this video and they're just foamers and this boat does a big wide circle and then cuts right through the foamers with the Mad Max. Yeah. Why don't you just stop and fucking well, that's ca how you, that's, cast you, on them? That's how you're supposed to fish them. You're supposed to fuck everybody else, race around <laughs> hey, like an idiot. Slide up slide up and cast hey, on so them. So here's the best one. Those things are biting. This I've is heard two F-bombs from both of you guys already. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> this is a... And this, is, turn and this, is a, this is a topic I want to talk about. Do you have a better way to catch them? Or you don't have to use a Mad Max. Is it just a hype? Is, to you, do you feel like you could there, use something no, else? No, no, we're Nick, not going to catch them that there, way. There are times when the Mad Mac is the absolute best option to use for these okay. bluefin tuna or a spreader bar yeah. or a flying fish. The problem is, is that the guys that know how to fish for them use them, and the idiots see that. And no offense to Billy Kay, who I like, they go pay him $200 for a $40 bait. Cause I don't give a fuck if they pay him because if you're a I'll fucking idiot and you want to go buy hey, it, so good, for, he, good for Billy. So here's capitalism, capitalism, man. On, on Billy's behalf on this, a lot of he gets a lot of grief on, on social media. He's selling these baits to guys that are spending $5,000 on fuel on their yacht to go out and chase these things and don't give a single fuck about saving 160 bucks on a no. lure that they know will work. And not having to drive all over town to buy it. Yeah. It's convenient. 
I sit at home and order food delivered to my house. I have the Drizzly app. I want more whiskey. I don't want to get off the couch. They, they can charge they, ten bucks, whatever. They can they can yeah. double the price of the yeah. whiskey, and it's, he's still, it's the he's same still thing. Gonna, yeah. It's the same thing. But who it's, cares? It's convenient. It's it is. Convenient. Yeah. You know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not having to work. They can also get their helium from him for the yeah. balloons. They get all that shit. But it's want. a one stop shop. So right. if I have yep. the money, I'm like. Well, I got to run here. I got to do that. I get it. You yeah. just go to Billy and yep. fucking. Yeah, we did. Yeah, at a certain point, we just don't give a fuck. Yeah. When's the last time you washed your own truck? You just go to the drive through. Have you walk? seen my truck? I don't wash it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen your truck. Does that have the hood open and the chicken yeah. running around? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's got the big balls in the back. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. The, you guys uh, are fucking. Uh, do you have a CD hanging right. from the rear view mirror? Yeah. Yeah. Los Cigarettes del Norte CD hanging. It's lower. I know, I know there's a paint covered ladder yeah. in the back. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys hey, are no. fucking horrible off the bat. But back to the point. Okay, the so Mad Max. Max so the Mad Max <laughs> yeah. at times are the best bait, but the guys that are fishing them are actually going and fishing conditions that are conducive to fishing the Mad Max. A Mad Max and a spreader bar, which is that giant chandelier fucking thing they troll, like an A rig. Yeah, but it's a flat A rig. Yeah. But they just these things are designed to run in clean water, well behind the boat, where they look natural, splashing on the surface or a bait fish yeah, fling yeah. or whatever. But these fucking jerk offs, they go out there, and no offense to you if you're a jerk off, but <laughs> the uh, they go out there and they see other boats trolling because they troll right to that same stretch, back and forth. And now all you're doing is dragging this clean water running bait through prop wash. Yeah. And I don't know why they're not biting. There you go. Yeah. And in the meantime, we're pulling up on foamers that, that day we hooked that big one with uh, during the ladies' tournament. There's 15 boats trolling mad bags around, and we're just driving casually up to foamers and underhand lobbing lures into them because nobody's doing that. And even I went, I went last week chasing Dorado with my son. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just fucking with Higashi. So have I, you ever? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, yeah. I got lucky once and beat Bobby Martinez, but we'll go. talk about that. Hey, yeah. hey now. <laughs> Good. But, uh, so I, we're running around, and I seen, <clears throat> I think it was a Western Pride going to the uh, East in a cap. And that day they caught 167, so the victory. And my kid goes, Maybe we should go over there, Dad. No one's fucking going over there. Everyone's going to the 14 or that yeah. way. And he doesn't know anything about fishing. Get the hell away from other boats. And I was like, fuck, yeah. you're, you know. And then we saw the report. He goes, dude, we should have went. And I'm like, it's just finding your own fish, like going, well, you it, know. It, there's more to it than that. And I don't want to just talk about offshore fishing. Yeah, yeah. Not, I'm not a specialist in that by the stretch of the imagination. But it's what's popular but, right now. That's yeah. why we want to talk about but, it. But, you know, basically, you can use what the other boats are doing to make your own decisions. So if you know they're catching a bunch of fucking Dorado or Bluefin somewhere, that's valuable information. And you can use that information to make some decisions about, you know, I looked at the temp chart, the chlorophyll chart before I came out. So I know that the same water that these guys have been catching fish in is 10 miles that way. And I guarantee I'll be alone up there. Yeah. You know, the prime example, we did not catch fish that trip, but early in the season, there was some Bluefin, that were, you know, down like the 277 up to the east in a cat. And we launched at Newport. We're <clears> heading downhill. We're going to hit the 14 and then go downhill. And I see the producer, which is an overnight boat out yeah. of San Diego, going uphill. So I immediately know that, hey, those motherfuckers don't want to drive that way because they're going to Catalina, which is the most crowded area. But they've driven through all that water already. So I hang a hard right and drive past him. And we found a section of fish. It's about a mile square area. That we had all to ourselves all morning. We had probably, you know, 10 chances casting on fish that didn't bite. We were really handicapping ourselves by trying to catch them on surface lures. But, <laughs> you know, you can see stuff like that and, you know, do... It's just like bass fishing or anything else. You make observations like, oh, this seems... 
why is this boat here? It's it's never here. It must have been through all that that I wanted to go fish. And everybody yeah, heard down yeah. like, oh, no, but boats, we never saw a fish. We're like, oh, it's a, thousands of fish. It didn't bite, but, you know, that's a... Uh, I think it's just, yeah, but reading the conditions and um, go thinking outside the box. That's right. a lot of it, right? I mean, you it, can't just, like, fall, like, everyone's getting bait. There was fucking an hour wait in the bait barge yeah. line, dude. Shh. So this is and then that's be, bait that hasn't even sat. It was it just, died in twenty. It was, just, it was just caught that. that <laughs> yeah, it died in ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, Chris it's is a, Chris Oaks. Uh, yeah, his, his, our buddy. His, he calls this a live Auschwitz. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought something was wrong with my live well. Yeah. yeah. So my uh, kids yeah, are like, oh, let's go back and get some more. I drive not even like two minutes and check on them. Half of them are dead already. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I don't want to talk about my call them any more other than this it's not really all that exciting but basically what i'm doing is i'm trying well, you to just bring it back to but i'm trying to give people well i want to close it out i want to close it out we got to stroke his egos go yeah basically what i'm trying to do is give people the thought process and share the thought process of why like we're talking about i see this i do that and listen to me is not going to fucking tell you anything it needs to open your brain as you know it's like you don't need to figure out how to solve an equation you need to figure out how to do goddamn algebra but until you realize it's algebra and start thinking like that, you're never going to fucking solve it. Be it bass fishing, hunting, fucking marlin fishing, whatever. So that's just what I'm trying to help people with. And I think a lot of it's even, we always talk about time on the water. It's it's useful time on the water, right? It's having your brain engaged yes, the entire yeah, fucking yeah, day. Exactly. And that's what it is. You need to pay attention to absolutely It's like when you guys, everything. I say, when I go out with my buddies, I'm usually getting fucked up or yeah. doing something stupid. Maybe an hour of the time on the water. But then I go by myself. I catch my PB calico. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, okay. I should have been paying attention the rest of the time, and I didn't, you know? Well, it's funny. We took out uh, Tracy and uh, her girlfriends for the ladies' tournament at Newport, offshore Marlin slash tuna tournament, <clears throat> and I didn't realize how silent we are on the fucking boat until they're chirp, 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 chirp all day long. And I'm like, the reason we're good fishermen is because we're not sitting there chirping at each other. We're sitting there quietly observing fishing, yeah. paying attention. and fishing. Yeah. yeah. So. No, right. I mean, like all this stuff is very useful. How many, um, how do you try to switch it up? So do you have like a focus right now? You're focused on bluefin, offshore, when's calico, when's a more calico focused one? Like, or do you try to mix it up every week? Just a different topic. As far as my coverage? Yeah, yeah your coverage. Oh, so basically I talk about whatever's biting. Okay. And then when that comes to strategy, I talk mm -hmm. about whatever I fished that week or observations that I have about idiots trolling Mad Max like stupid people <laughs> or things like that. I mean, it's really become the, the badge of idiocy. Lately, to, to troll the Mad Mac, but uh, yeah. I can just can't believe how quickly the <laughs> battery—it's just making friends everywhere. Here's the thing: they do don't you, mean to be idiots; they just don't know any better. Yeah. Do you think you could use a lure that imitates that and get the same response? There, there's all kinds of lures. The, the, that, they were around before we Nomad. Were Nomad yeah. came out with that. So I'm gonna go way back here, the summer of 2015 or 16, when, when all these, this popped up. When these, huh? When did all the bluefin start? When they first up? showed up, that was a spring. And yeah. Matt and I had caught one actually. So with the first one Matt and I caught, we were down at the Coronado fishing yellowtail. Mm -hmm. And this is when they were still legal to catch in Mexico. The bluefin were off limits. Okay. But my buddy, who I don't even remember who that was, was out. It was in, he had a gray uh, whaler. Yeah. So he's out. He's all, oh, there's a shitload of bluefin outside of North Island. So we went out there and we had like jigs. We cast them in and bought them. I'm like, fuck, I think I have like a Yozuri trolling lure I had from fucking. Purple one, yeah. Yeah, from fucking. When I used to, when I fished San Quentin in like 2002, you know what I mean? It was that, that old <laughs> lure. I put it back. I'm like, is it even far enough back? I don't know what speed to go. It's already, it's, it's, already it's already bent. It's already bent. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we yeah. got one. Yeah. Yeah. And it went from that to 
understanding day would come up because before that bluefin didn't really come up with foam like yeah, that where yeah. you could target them and now you can and so the first time we went down to fish and me matt and jerry went up to fish uh point conception no actually before that me and chris oaks went down with bait when i used to fish bait we caught a couple okay. but then uh we went to point conception to fish cod and on the way home uh his jerry's buddies called all oh, the blueprint are biting down there so we're like fuck we're not going when you get home to like eight o'clock at night we're sitting <sighs> in my backyard having caught we drove home from santa barbara Shit. we uh having cocktails and we talk ourselves into going. So we meet. It was late when we even left. It was like seven o'clock when we left the house. But uh, uh, his buddy's like, "Oh, this Rapala Subwalk is the hot lure. I'm gonna leave one in the wheel well in my truck when uh, it's for you to take." So we got in there. I'm like, "Oh, the poppers, okay." So I had some like Yozuri Hydro minnows or pencils, whatever they were from back when I used to fish long range. Yeah, yeah. Like a peely popper looking they're, thing. They're made out of wood. They're this yeah, big. the balsa thing. So we get down there and we see some tuna breaking in, and Matt's like. How do I even fish this? I'm like, just get it across the service. Yeah. And he has one trying to eat like three feet from the fucking goddamn boat. Yeah. Big splash of shit up. He's like, holy fuck. Then next cast, he catches one. Come on that. Caught him on service iron. I was, took pictures. Had a great time. Eric Eric hooked one. Uh, oh, I was on God. the bow of uh, Jerry's boat. Eric hooked one. There was such a mix of fish. Uh, from big to giant. Mm-hmm. He hooked one on a 45. And I looked down, and this fish is 10 feet down below. And it's it's a big blue Volkswagen. Oh and I mean, its its head was as big as a trash can, okay. and it shook its head, and about five gallons of blood shot out of his mouth, and then the jig shot out. And I turned around and go, "Thank God he lost that." <laughs> yeah, thank God he didn't want to. Yeah. Deal oh with my you. God, no, no. But but anyway, I, I, so, I, had, I had one that bust me off that jumped out of the water. It was probably two hundred pounds on oh, that same popper. Yeah, thank so God. We, we so we get back, we post pictures, and all the fucking young San Diego hot shots like, "Oh, there goes the fucking popper bite." Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this lure I've had since about five years before yeah. you were born. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's your secret. I'm accidentally yeah. sharing it. But yeah, we've kind of figured out how to fish for him a lot better since then. And <laughs> Eric, um, Eric made a, Eric made a, an award for him. So this and this is you know and uh, <laughs> that was, uh, hey, now, hey, I'm, I'm not, not cutting I, I, shit out. If you're going to okay. talk shit no, on someone, it's not, it's you don't not, have to say anyone's okay. name. Okay, I've already apologized for doing it. Okay. You, <laughs> Evan Salve, and who his one of his buddies. Uh, who recently said to Matt that he was kind of embarrassed how he reacted about because they got very upset that they there goes the popper bike because they okay. just felt that they originated the popper bike and, and, and what did it do to you? It made him red hot. Well, but, it, yeah, they they got a little fired up. Oh, you? Me? No, I was. What I did was beautiful. So, uh, and I'm, I'm sorry, Evan. And this I'm c- coming clean about something. I'm not talking trash. But uh, I've mentioned before that cruelty is my superpower, right? Yeah, they used to fish on this boat called the Hawk. Okay, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember this award. And it I was made, I downloaded a, a shining star certificate. Yeah, for like you get like a third yeah, grader, yeah, yeah. and I wrote to the children of the FB Hawk. <laughs> For inventing the popper bite. No, no, for catching a tuna on a popper. Oh, for catching a tuna on a popper. <laughs> you put it on I there. put it on social media. Yeah. No. The children of the hawk. Effie hawk. Yeah, it was it was stupid. Oh. It was you know it, oh, it was it was gold. It you know it, Maybe you could put that on the video. There's nothing positive. <laughs> I would, oh, there's God. nothing positive. That was during a much but, more adversarial but part is, of the internet. This is the thing. Yeah. I ball busting, if you can't take it, uh, like, it was I don't, you know what, it was all I, good fun. I've gone a little too far over the top. Yeah. Many times, and you know, I he said he's had two two licensed captains in my booth at the Fred Hall show. Do not mention any names. I'm not. He had him crying. Yelling. He had him crying. You made people so mad that upset. 
He would just rip. What do you mean? Just like he, he ma- was, listen, were you he making was, fun of him, he or was, were you? Yeah, uh, he was, I was cruelly making he fun was, of him. He, and was, I regret he it. was different than he was than he is now. Yeah, he was different. He was a much more aggressive person back then. You know, Nick, I was brought up in a very aggressive environment. <clears> you know, you ask this 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 question on your thing about how, when's the last time you've been in a fight? Yeah, my friends and I growing up fought constantly. And when we weren't fighting with each other, we were humiliating and belittling one another. And that's why I think the guys I get along with are dickheads yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. And, like, uh, everyone's fucking with each other. That's just how I grew up. To, it's like, it is. And I did not know any other way to be yeah. at that time. And, you know, now I've gotten away from the sport boats for 15 fucking years. <laughs> I'm actually realized that people have feelings and I can <laughs> yes, be uplifting I to them. Yes, that's I do. true. Yeah. <laughs> Except Matt. Have you ever gotten so mad at Eric you didn't want to talk to him? Oh, really? No, it was uh, one time. And you just didn't talk to him for a while? I didn't talk to him for a couple, three or four days. Oh, I mean, he would call, shit. he would call, and, and he would, I would give him yes or no, one or one or two word answers. I don't remember what it was about. He got so mad at me one time, he almost got his ass kicked. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was about, but... Uh, yeah. You got mad. Yeah, I was mad. <laughs> yeah. That shows a good friend. That shows a good friend. Yeah, though. no, he's a great, he's a great friend. <laughs> So um, you know, I, I want to expand on that for a second. I was, t- I, you know, I was talking to Jimmy and Matt about this recently, yeah, and uh, even Chris Oaks. You know, my main goal in life these days is to be a good friend. Yeah, because for so many years, I didn't know what a good friend was. I was just a shitty person who treated people horribly because I was treated horribly, and I thought that was just a norm. That was you what you a good friend. That's what a good friend was to you, because the friends that treat you like shit, like when I was young and was in the bands. They would treat you like shit and fight everyone, same thing. But you'd fight them, you'd argue with them, <clears throat> and then if something was to happen to you, they'd beat the shit out of everyone. For, you know, like yeah. that was there. I, yeah. I, I wasn't brought up that way. No. But, you know, my friends, we didn't beat each other up. <laughs> yeah. We made fun of each other, and yeah. tea, but we didn't we didn't beat each other up. So I got no. so the, where I had the toy drive. Uh, I think in '99 we were banned for two years. A chain reaction. Yeah. So I mean, right. we were they were horrible. My friends are the worst. <laughs> but yeah. the same thing. That's why I'm, I, I usually gravitate towards people I like to fuck around more, you know. And, yeah. And that is missing. I still feel like I should be able to, if we're hanging out, to fuck with someone a little. Well, it's, okay, young to, guy, it's, it's, I'm o- like, it's okay to do that. But yeah. one of the things, and this is the sport boat thing, and I listened to, to Chris Monroy's podcast. Oh, I want to say real quick, I, I listened to Kayla Nevius. Yes. What a great chick. I mean, I had no idea. I thought that she was just uh, Ryan Block's girlfriend. You see and what I'm saying? A, I mean, that was fantastic. I listened, and I was actually at the gym while I listened to it, so I felt good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, that's what I wanted to have, Ron, because yeah. I, there's not many women that can really fish. Right. No, okay? she can. So she can. I'm like, okay. I, everyone told me, Kayla can fish, Kayla yep. can fish, Kayla can fish. I said, okay. Yeah. So she came on, and I thought, man, this is going to be a hard interview. Dude, she was like, Whoa. I like I like how she, open yeah. she was about sucking when she started out, and that's right? the great part. That's, I mean, we all did, but anyway. So going back to Chris Monroy and what he said and the other things is that the sport boat life back in the eighties and nineties was horrible, mm-hmm. and it made us stronger people, but it also really damaged a lot of guys. And you know, I look back and I feel a little bit bad, but. I feel a little bit worse about the shit that happened to me, of course. But you know, it's it's it, you know, it's not a it's it's nice that kids are all like pussies and flowers and unicorns and sparkles nowadays. But uh, I think there should be a balance in between those. I two. get it, but it, I feel like sometimes there's too yeah. much, too Coddling. much. Uh, yeah. Like my son is a complete fucking asshole, and he's bigger than me, and yeah. he could pin me down, and he's he's bad. 
And he, that's just how he's used to being around me, where yeah. I'm going to take a shot at him anytime I can and make fun of him. Yeah. Well, you know, you know I, I came home from Fred Hall one day laughing about the fact that I'd uh, hit some guy in the nuts really hard with you know, that finger snap <laughs> thing. And my wife's like, who is that? I'm not going to mention his name. So you struck a child? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> so? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, you know, he's, he's an adult. He's a peer. He's not, a, you know, uh, yeah. And that's another yeah. thing with fishing that people don't always talk about. You fish with guys that are 20, even 30 years younger than you sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they're great. And they're or great 20 members, years older. You know? Hey, no. I thought you were younger than hey. I am. Really? You thought yeah. that? I'm just kidding. Thank you. Yeah. How You're, what, 44? I'm 54. Are you really 54? Yeah. You do not look 54. Thank you're you. Great. Yeah. How old are you, Eric? 51. You look 51. Don't no, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so what, are you, what are you, 350? I am. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's, there's me and Eric. That's the Eric I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're going to really hurt my feelings. So. Yeah. There they are. We're not here to hurt each other's feelings. <laughs> um, so back to your uh, report thing. It's the same thing. I, I want to hear more about it. Uh <clears throat> Break it down a little more because I, I don't don't come on here and be like I don't want to promote. No, you know, I'm not. Like, I'm not doing that. But it's basically, you know, I have a. I don't. It's talk runs, about how much time it takes to fucking okay. do these things. Well, so anyway, this, we're going to talk about a little bit about all that in a minute. But basically, you know, so this report has all these analytics and all this other shit on the YouTube, and it's not my YouTube. It's BD Outdoors, but I log on there. <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, you know, you had 680 hours of viewing in the last two days, and this Great. and that. And uh, I look at the demographic, it's like zero women, I'm like, of course, and then, you know, there's like, you know, the guys my age are mostly listening to it, but there's like zero people under the age of 24 listening to my shit. I'm like, are there no people? Do you, under what's the- your demographic with men? Is it 45 to 55? That's the huge, so it's like from 25 to whatever that is, 45, and then to 45, the... Boat owners, the boat owners. I have, I have an idea, if you want to take <clears throat> the idea. Yeah. Why don't you get some younger guys to sit, sit in with you? And kind of do you're doing a ten minute video or something? I, like that. I get that, but so get know, like yeah, the, get the uh, captain's concept guys. They'd come on and do one. Yeah, thing. that's I'm, I'm not. I don't really care either way. But I just so I was going to say something funny, but I forgot what it was. Sorry. <laughs> um, that's right, fifty one. Yeah. <laughs> so my demographic. I is, took three Valium and that's whiskey now. <laughs> yeah. so my back's fucked up. My demographic is, I think, which is horrible. Like, Trans boys under seventeen. <laughs> How did you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like uh, 23 to uh, 40, 34. That's why I'm on here. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to get those young yeah. whippersnappers to start But I had out. my women percentage went up. It was before it was like 98 to 2%. Yeah. Now I'm at 93 to uh, 7% women. Yeah. So I have no clue why you want to listen to us talk about sucking dicks. Hey, I've, 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 I've actually, at, since I started talking about Matt, I actually have a 20% piss porn uh, viewership. <laughs> You're the one from Germany. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I mean, you're you're trying to reach a demographic, and so I'm not trying to reach any demographic. Well, no. How you know, so, your, so basically, what it comes down to, Nick, is the fact that I think that if anybody's into fishing in the salt water, there's no reason they wouldn't like watching this. And that I'm not begging anybody to watch. I get it doesn't you know, the ratings are what they are. I'm trying but, to but grow you, it. You made, like we talked about earlier before the podcast. You're making art. When people appreciate yeah. your art, you appreciate it. I'm putting right? an effort into it, and I'm trying to, you know, I think that there's, you know, good information for someone that's... It's it's not just a fish count, you know. He's he's, yeah. expl- he's explaining uh, how the boats are catching fish, why they're catching fish, why the fish are there, and, uh, you know, 
then the, I, then, the, re- then the weekend weather update. Yeah, I really wish that there was someone <clears throat> like me available to tell the younger me the stuff that I'm telling everybody now because it would have really made it a lot easier for them to and for me to become better as a fisherman. You know, it's a we're in this information age, and the, the problem with being in this YouTube and everything else, every fucking voice has the same volume. So you could Google how to catch calico bass, and you're going to have somebody that's got 8,000 views. You're like, oh, yeah, I got the biggest bass ever. I agree with yeah. that. I agree with that. So, like, when I, I think what you need to do, in my opinion, get a spotty one. There's a ton of fucking spotty fishermen. I know you're like, eh. You're a great spotty fisherman. Fucking do one on spotties. So, I go to Newport. This is what we're doing today. This is the conditions. Calico one. You got to think of the kids that age from 20 to 30 are going to be short pounding like a motherfucker. I get what so you're you saying. Know? But what I'm what I'm trying to do here, just with this current thing, and yeah, I, yeah. I do also do how-to videos and things okay. like that. But basically for this thing, it's a thing that if someone was a fisherman who may not fish this weekend or next weekend, we all have you know obligations, but... Just because you're not fishing, I mean, I look at the fish counts constantly. I mean, that's why there's a nine seven six tuna. Yeah, that was the thing before Facebook. You we used to call in, remember, pay two dollars yeah. to see what's I had, fighting. I had the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So um, basically, all the information out there is available in real time. You know exactly what Jeff on the Thunderbirds catching, and how many gr two D twos he has on the boat, and all this other <laughs> stuff, uh, and how many you know. And, and again, and no offense, Jeff, but you know these guys are getting fucking. Up. 10 Dorado per person and then throwing crew limits on top of that to give to these people. Dorado don't last two fucking days if they're in a goddamn gunny sack, right? No. Yeah, they're just garbage fish. They grow fast. They turn to shit fast. You don't want to freeze them. You got to take care of them. Yeah. Yeah. But um, You can freeze them. You just got to take care of them. Vacuum seal. But anyway, that information is available. But the information that's not available is that, hey, if you keep 10 Dorado you put them in your refrigerator and try to eat them, they're going to taste like shit in three days. Yeah. yeah. Or, hey, you know, if you want to catch Dorado and not sit by 800 fucking sport boats and a guy ro- swimming to Catalina in the middle of it all on a sailboat. <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. great. But, you know, this is what you can do to find your own fish. You yeah. Know? You know, people, you know, I went on Let's Talk Hookup the other day and they're like, oh, we have fishing expert Eric Landis. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm not a fishing expert. I've only seriously been fishing offshore for Seven or eight years. Okay, you're. You stop being fucking humble. He prefers but, guru, but I'm not. So Nick, I'm <laughs> not. The guru. I'm not, not the being guru. Hum, I'm not being humble. I'm just saying, you're uh, an expert at inshore fishing, <clears throat> offshore fishing. You've done it all. You're but very good at it. I've not been doing it for a long time, and what I'm saying is that I've learned it quickly because I'm open minded as far as that goes. So, what I'm doing. Anybody could do it if they just fucking put their mind he's to it. Pay, he's paying more attention than most people That's are. what he That's is. what I'm trying to say. So I'm, I'm teaching people how to pay think attention. You're, you're 51 years old. You've been fishing for, what, 35 years at least? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, 48 probably. Okay, so listen. That's an experienced person. But Nick, most of my most of my youth, until I was old enough to get a car and go work on a fucking sport boat, was me fishing off Belmont Pier at Wilderness Park and down. You don't think that didn't help your fishing, like, get better? No, I was a horrible fisherman. <laughs> It's you're put at that time on the water when you're a kid. So you're excited, yeah, okay, so, you're doing it. You know? So I'll tell you what, I was very good at. I was a very good rod and reel fisherman for most yes. of my life, but I had no idea what the fuck I was doing when I had the boat wheel in my hand. I had no experience with that. Yeah, but I. Used so it. what helped you when you? I, I when remember. You? I remember when we were pre-fishing for uh, the Dana Point tournament, the first year we fished the SWBA. And we had the uh, the Blazer Bay, and we're we're uh, south of Dana Point, and we're coming up to a, a kelp bed. He goes, I don't know what the fuck am I gonna do? Do I just drive in the middle of the kelp bed? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? See, this yeah. would be a great topic 
fishing the kelp from the boat. Well, I straight in. Yeah, I talked about that kind of stuff. He had no idea how to approach how to approach that. No so basically, I, my videos, I don't know what I'm going to talk about that week. So tune yeah. in. Yeah. Because you might get a shitload. I had a guy this week, in my report went up and saw, I've never considered current and how it affects offshore fishing. After I explained, it's like a light bulb went off. So then what you're talking about, and I've talked, this is what I tell my wife, I could bullshit anybody that I'm a good fisherman. I'm not. And I could tell them, I could be full of shit all the time and tell mm-hmm. them, but I know what I what I hear from people. I'm hearing a reoccurring thing from certain people. Dwayne, you, Wes from fucking, you know, the bite. Right. Same thing, reading those those charts, reading those things. You're there with them. You're doing, you know, this is your deal. Like, you're that expert like they are. Because I pay attention. You know, and, and but... That, but those guys spend 10 times the amount of time I spend on the water. I'm lucky to... I, I might fish offshore fucking 10 times a season. You get out once a week, probably. But I'm mostly fishing bass. I, you know, I know, one to two days a week. Still yeah. getting, getting out once a week. One to two <clears> days a week on average. But okay, you know, how about this? Are you an expert calico fisherman? Yeah, definitely. So is that. <laughs> but you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, whoa. I'll tell you what, Nick. I'm not tuning anybody's fucking horn here. But Matt and I spent goddamn ten years doing nothing but beating our head against the wall at fucking PV to become good bass fishermen. Yeah, yeah that's true. Which that's is true. a hard yeah. spot to fucking yeah. learn good. Yeah. The day you went out and you told me you went out, my, I didn't my, catch shit. My sound's going in and out of my ear here. Better? Here. <laughs> Watch your drink. Do, do, uh, just twist a little. <laughs> twist right here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I have a ring there. Stop. Is it better? Uh, I don't know. If not, I'll get you some new headphones. Okay? I might have had a stroke. <laughs> Is that <laughs> better? <now? laughs> God, we're getting so fucking bad. That on was this your excuse last episode. <laughs> you had a stroke multiple yeah. times oh, yeah. last episode. You know what? I like to cast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that had to have been the funniest. I think it's a funny. episode. It took me episode. a month to finish listening to that episode. Off and on, I'd go, He was God. mortified. Yeah. Dude, I cut out, I think, an hour. Good. You know, and a half Thank of that. God. Like, it got wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The it best got. was watching Eric kick you under the table every time you drink the makers. So, like, <laughs> sh- I'm like, oh, my God, dude. He's, like, trying to calm you down. You're like, yeah. uh-uh. So, I'm, I'm full okay, retard. So I, 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 so I need to add something to this. We have yeah. not spoken about this since that. Thing. So Jimmy was a designated driver, and thank God because he was sober. <laughs> but we got back to Jimmy's house, and Matt's like, "Fuck this, I'm driving home." No, I said, "I'll see you guys later." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like Matt, you cannot drive. Yeah, and that ends up with me on the ground Tackling in the street <laughs> with Matt wrestling him on the fucking concrete. No, that's just terrifying. That away. did not happen. <laughs> yeah, no. it was rough. What he did do is he held on to me like this, and he goes, "You're not driving." And I go, "Okay, fine." Mm-hmm. And then I passed out. He has no memory of this. Did yeah. he yeah. go we were, run? Did he go running? No, no we were on the ground. So come you know. on, I took my clothes off. <laughs> One of the advantages I have of being a large person is I can very easily overpower most people, yes. and that kind of <clears throat> saves a lot of effort. For me. But I had to take Matt to the ground because he was not did not take me to the ground. I lifted him up I, like a girl. I went to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> voluntarily. <laughs> That he, he slept through <laughs> these, slept these through are, two these are hours. Dead. Of again. Okay. Fox right. News deep programming. Hold on, yeah, I want to. I want to get into that. Oh, oh god, god. It's drinking. It's empty. I oh, unplug it What's here. here? I'm plugging here. Oh, okay. Are we still oh, alive? Whoa. Now, now I can hear. I just, I just pulled it down a little bit. Okay, it was your ear. So are we still alive? I, I pulled yeah, it down a little bit. Alive. Okay, okay, so the uh, Jimmy's house. Jimmy has like a 
90 inch jumbotron in his living yeah. room. And it blows. It's, it's never. It's never been off. <laughs> it's Fox News. Fox News. What he wears. So he loves I, Fox News. I I, uh, <laughs> I I passed out face down on the couch and and uh, uh, they, Tracy has an air Trace, mattress. Tracy was Tracy was sleeping <laughs> on the other side. Eric was sleeping on the carpet in front of the TV. I have an air TV. mattress. Yeah. And I I uh, I woke up at like twelve thirty, <laughs> and I look. And there's just this, there's this Fox News host lady, Brett this, Bear. this black chick, and she's just talking like, "And you, Mr. Biden, you do this." And I'm like, "Oh my God, I think I'm in a cult." <laughs> yeah. So I was fairly sober, and I drove home at that point. Yeah, I, so, I, I, I'd slept for like three yeah, hours. Amazing. Okay, I got a great story about Jimmy. So we uh, we fished uh, that women's tournament, and. Uh, there's always somebody home at Jimmy's house, apparently. Because we get back, and we dropped off Tracy and her girlfriend mm-hmm. at the clubs. We put the boat on the trail to get back. Now, Jimmy's uh, daughter, uh, Brie Lynn, had come by to do something. Apparently, she locked the house when she left. Which, so, Jimmy's no-no. flipping the fuck out because he doesn't have a house key. Jimmy. He doesn't know what key opens his house. <laughs> so, I look at the window of this giant... Fox News TV blasting all the dogs. Like, oh, you're going to let me Trump. Yeah. And, uh, you're a rough, rough Democrat. Like, he's like, oh, my God. And so he calls her. She's like, you have the key. He's like, I don't have the key. So look at your key ring. Is it the shiny key? Yeah. Never been used? <laughs> yeah. That's that fucking out. wild. Yeah. That's how punk Rocky is. He didn't even know how to get in this house. No, dude. Jimmy, that's... I heard your guys' tournament was a lot of fun, too. Oh, yeah. And I heard the after party was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, that was, that was live. <laughs> the spotty tournament for sure. Spotty tournament was fun. Yeah. That's what I heard. That was that was the best spotty fishing in fifteen. That's years. what I heard. I mean, God, we everybody had dude. Multiple everyone had tubes, limits. right? A lot of people had tubes. Yeah, and- yeah. So we had probably thirty-five to forty legals. Yeah, wow. they were biting on crankbaits, and we probably had eighty or ninety fish for the day. Yeah, but when's the, the last the, time Newport's bit like never? That? So never, never for us. There so. were people that expected the tournament to be a lot tougher. And um, with Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. There was teams that fished, like, the, what's his name? Tom Troop and his kid, the Cash, yeah. the hookup baits team. Oh, did they, they fish in? They fished. Oh, okay. They got a nice limit. Yeah. But they fished back in the wintertime spots. So basically in the summer, all the fish from Newport pour out to the harbor mouth. Yeah. They got there to spawn early and they stay out there because the water in the back is very stagnant and warm. <laughs> and then you got Bobby Martinez killing yeah. fish and eating him. He's weighing dead fish constantly. You know? yeah. Anything to make a taco with that guy. Yeah. He, he one of his yeah, his dog, he took it home. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. 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 It's carnitas. Yeah. He uh 
he said he's like, dude, it was for them. It was a good bag, and he's like. That axe blade, I guess, ripped the gills up or did whatever. Yeah, it got stuck in there. Yeah. We had one stuck in there. We just waited and let it go. It's fine. <laughs> yep. Um, can we pause for a moment to go to the bathroom? Yeah, you got to go pee-pee? Yep. Oh, I go for it. I'm please. good. Oh, about the, uh, me holding hands with Heath Ledger? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how he, that's how he goes to sleep every night, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, hey, no. we, were, we, were, we were getting ready for a tournament, and I showed up to Eric's house, and I, I, I've already told the story. Mm-hmm. And um, I, had, I had my... Uh, my, uh, Tacoma. No, I had. No, uh, you had your forerunner still. Yeah, I had my forerunner, but I had taken a uh, Ambien, um, and it's a that's a that's a medication that'll knock out your short term memory. But, um, anyways, I showed up at his house, and I think I was still under the effects of the Ambien. I was a little fucking Anne Hesh out there, you know. So I uh, I pull into the driveway. It's, it's like I'm uh, it's like I'm trying to um, hook up the boat to my truck, which I never pulled. He's the boat. backing up. Yeah, my boat. My <laughs> boat is in the driveway. My truck is hooked up to it. My, boat, my boat's there of, too. Instead of <laughs> it's the boat. Instead of parking, you Matt starts backing up towards my house and trying to drive over the curb so he can crash into crash into the tree in my front yard. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's all I gotta hook up the boat. I'm like, the boat's right there. It's ready hooked up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we I might have taken something besides the. Uh, we, the we went out fishing. So, oh, we went to like. Goddamn Hooters or something last night where you ate a bunch of chicken yeah. wings. You yeah. were sick. Yeah, yeah. it was oh, bad. God. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get to shit off the boat? No. I no. Oh, thank God. It doesn't happen. I have a 51-year-old record. Never shitting off Never a boat. shitting off a boat. I've shit on boats that have bathrooms. Yeah. But I've never had I the sh- hangover. I shit on Noguchi's boat like, what, 12 years ago. Oh, you fucking asshole. I almost killed him. You yeah, almost he, he, it was diarrhea. It was in a bucket. Oh, my God. It was bad. <laughs> hey, did you put water in there? No, I kept it. Yeah, the water squirted <laughs> yeah, out, yeah. Yeah. I let it dry and I made an anchor out of it. But Matt jokingly went to throw the bucket past my face <laughs> and then stumbled. I remember that. And I would say the closest drop passed about three millimeters from my fucking nose. I don't remember and that at Matt's all. Matt's life almost ended at that fucking moment. You stumbled when you did it. He went I don't to throw it. That. Tripped or, it was a like dual said, console boat. It just went ambient. Ambient knocks it was, your shirts. Remember, I don't remember that. It was less than you know. It was less than a fingertips width from my nose. The drop went by that I saw. It blurred my vision. Yeah, I don't know that we would be sitting here today and having this conversation had that gone any differently. I did a podcast with some kayak guys, and one guy had to shit, so he shit on the lawn tramp. So another guy, this friend. What? Did you, you have a story on? you want to share? No. <laughs> Did you shit on the lawn tramp? No. And listen to what That's happened. Lawn? Okay. Listen. Good. Never mind. A friend of his came to launch, got out of his car, and he said he stepped in dog shit. <laughs> but it was his friend's yeah. fucking yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. Human shit. And he's yeah. like, dude, it stinks. He's like, his buddy goes, dude, it was me on the ramp. I took yeah. a shit. I had a diarrhea, dude. <laughs> we used to go to Germany. We, di- diarrhea. We, a diarrhea. Used to, we used to go to Germany for a month when I was a kid uh, every year because my family's back there. And. Every rest stop you stop at has nice picnic tables, but all around it on the autobahn, it's just piles of feces with like, people having to shit. Oh, they just shit right on the fucking right there next. I mean, you don't walk three feet from where they're sitting and having lunch to poop. Did you? Did you get to drive fast on autobahn? Oh yeah, I was like, I was like fifteen. I had my learner's permit. I was driving like you know two hundred twenty kilometers an hour on the autobahn. My my uncle's giant Mercedes he had it was great. <laughs> yeah. Are you first generation? Yeah, my parents are both immigrants. No way. That's yeah. fucking wild, man. Yeah. So you speak German? Yeah. Oh, this is great. We need to hear some German shit. No. 
<laughs> I speak it grudgingly. <laughs> you don't like speaking German? It's all about killing people. You do your don't parents want to hear it. speak, it's a horrible language. speak German? So my parents speak do so you much. like? Yeah, no, not so much anymore. Uh, they So basically when my sister was, <clears throat> my sister was two years older than me, um, by the time I was ready for her to go to kindergarten, um, she they didn't want to accept her because she didn't speak enough English. Didn't your, your sister teach her? Yeah, she's, yeah. Because Anthony knows <clears throat> Yeah, buddy Anthony. She's a teacher, and yeah. she also, uh, is te- well, she's, she's like an administrator in the LAUSD and is teaches at Cal State Long Beach. But yeah. uh, they didn't speak enough English, so they made us. But every Saturday growing up as a kid, I had to go to German school, which fucking sucked. No way. Yeah. What did you learn there? German. No, you had to learn German yeah, at school. Yeah, that's what that's yeah. Oh, we yeah, wow. we learned to hate minorities and fucking build goddamn <laughs> yeah. ovens. Yeah. I, I set yeah, you up no. for a fucking joke, Mac, and you're just going, I, Yeah. So what ba- did you learn there? Ba- how to yeah, kill okay, so ba- yeah. Basically both my parents were kids during World War Two uh-huh. and it was not too great to be a fucking normal kid in Nazi Germany because your fucking houses are getting bombed by the Allies yeah. and all this other shit. So yeah. It's uh and they actually met here. And my mom thought my dad was Mexican when they first met. <laughs> Because they met in citizenship school. And he was very dark. <laughs> my wife, when I was, when she I met like her, you're Mexican too? black. Because I did air conditioning. Because I was on the roof all day. All day. I was, I'm way twice as dark. You're kind of heavy for a black guy. Black guys are fat too. Uh, not, not in that way. Not, not if they're working at the post office. No. I think you're pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> what are you, he's rerun for what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you guys. See, see how, see? They're hurting my feelings. Yeah. Hurting my feelings. Um, let's talk about. Calico Bass Fish. Yes. We're going to do so, that. So, okay. I'm putting on a tournament with uh, Peck from Slay Dirty, and I want to get your opinion on some things like let's talk about open boundaries with tournaments and just your honest opinion and go to the past. So we talk about the past. Say when you fished a San Clemente open tournament, how many people, how many top three places would be people that fished Tor Island? So I will say that if there is a, Tournament that's open to Clemente. The only way you're going to beat someone that's fishing Clemente is by cheating while fishing sandbass on the coast, which has happened. Uh, I think if you're going to have a fun tournament, I wouldn't, you know, this is supposed to be, you know, your whole thing is about artificial lures and all these other things and freshwater bass, saltwater bass. Dragging a lure on the bottom or using a bunch of scent or chumming or doing things that people do in these types of tournaments, I don't think that uh, including sandbass makes it fair for... Do you feel like Sandbass is so more of like mi- a... So just make it a Calico-only tournament. Thing. Or Calico's and Spotties make Spotties two two yeah. times or two yeah. and a half times. Do you feel like Sandbass fishing deep? It's like rock fishing kind of just... We've done really well in tournaments fishing Sandbass deep, but of late, there are people who just specialize in that. Some fish bears, some don't fish bear. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes the sportiness out of it. You know, you can... You'd be hard pressed to beat somebody on the coast if they're. I, you know, I, I can guarantee if you had a tournament and sandbass were open, I could probably fish local and catch a much bigger bag than somebody that doesn't have an amazing fucking day fishing calicos. So you, I don't, do I don't you think, think do you think the sandbass guy could beat the Clemente guy that can get five for five? It depends five on the game. day. Yeah. yeah. You know, a good day Clemente is not fucking thirty pounds. A good day Clemente is like 22, 23 pounds. I mean, that's realistic. I think twenty five. I think you could do five. You can get you can get a big one. You can get you know. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what. You go to you go to Clemente any fucking day, and I don't care who says what. Go over there and catch five five pound plus fish in a day. That's hard. And you know we all get fired. Oh, look at this big bastard! Yeah, yeah, it's a nice three point seven five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I've been there. And that's the other thing is I told people like I've been trying to catch a ten inshore, and when I caught that eight, 
it bounced. It went from seven and a half to nine. And I'm like, fuck, dude, it's almost there. And I'm like, I'm going to call it seven. And I'm like, well, I'll call it eight. Fucking it's in between. But it looked like a 10 to me. Because if, yeah. like, you know, I've never carried a lot of big, I've never yeah. picked up an eight. So I was like, fuck, they, I think they, I got they a 10. Look, you know, they look different. Once they get a certain size, yeah. they look dramatically different. Yeah. Than, my, than, my biggest than a five, than a five was nine, just under, just under 10. It was like nine, <clears throat> seven, eight or something. So me and Mark Gosh hit the break wall. Really? Yeah. Have you? It, do you guys have tens? Matt's got a ten. I've never weighed one. I caught one a couple many couple years ago that was probably well over that, but I didn't have a scale on the boat. But um, that fucking bass at the break wall. This funny. We're, we're this when we're still fishing mono on like a fucking Corrado <laughs> three hundred te. Yeah. And casting you know six inch big hammer on a fucking goddamn style nine shad head because that's what we used to fish back then. And I had a backlash, so I bombed the cast way down the fucking wall and just burn it back and get fucking destroyed. I'm like didn't tool them what the fuck do i have and mark higashi nets it and they're like is that a fucking black sea bass the hell is that thing it was a huge calico and um it was nine seven something and that's the biggest one i ever weighed but you know i got a a nine in a tournament for the swba matt's gotten one what 888 was the one but 881 yeah we've got a lot of big bass over the years but the calico that matt caught last weekend or the weekend before at pv how big was that we didn't weigh it it looked I'm all, the, Eight-ish, the picture, right? Like, the, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, that was the, picture, uh, the, picture the better had, picture I have of it. That's yeah. a, it was the biggest, it was the biggest calico I've caught on the weedless. I think it was the biggest. Really? I've yeah, and Matt, I looked at one, it and I go, Jesus And Matt weighed Christ. one 888 on the weedless in an SLVA tournament. And comparing it to you, it was a bigger fish. A longer body. It was, yeah. The pic, the picture you saw online was just a cell phone picture. He's got a, he's got a much better picture. I actually sent it to Nick. No, I yeah. saw. Yeah. It. That's why yeah. I'm like, that looks like an eight or it's nine. It's fucking me. big. Sure. Yeah, it was big. That's a pull drag, and you know, if they're if you're fishing that button down weedless drag, it pulled drag and toilet bowl. It was great. That's a fun. We both we both got we both bit got three, bit three times. Three times. Uh, Eric got bit uh, on this outside stringer right at Rocky that was a big massive one too. And then we came in south of that, and we both got bit so we didn't catch shit for a mm-hmm. while no bites and then we both got bit on a how bad cast. was that tide that day did you see the tide it didn't move for like three or four hours well the, the, tide wind, was, uh, the wind was just but the tide we were out at isers and the wind was it yeah. was rough but i looked at the tide there was like, plenty of current yeah Fuck, dude it's not moving right dude. like you know but we up there we had the you get that uphill current during the summer yeah. that's that davidson counter current that we get along the coast here so basically the the, the north pacific gyro runs clockwise from Japan through Alaska down here. Eighty percent of the people that launch their boats have no idea. Okay, no, I'm just saying, this is the guy's, he's talking about these currents I've never heard of. But so, but this is like this true. is great this is calico what, yeah. calico yep. information. This is shit you guys want to write. Yeah. Down. So basically, all the all so basically, we have to understand that what happens here. So the reason it's rough in the summer months is because there's this countercurrent that pushes back up. That year we all those giant yellows. That was just because of fluctuations or you know the the El Nino at the equator was so strong. It caused a bunch of turbulence to put all that red crap up. So basically, every year the it goes clockwise. I'm, oh, you're seeing me there. Yeah, wave my hand like an idiot. But basically, <laughs> our, it's the North Pacific gyre. It's a clockwise rotation of water from you know Japan, Alaska, down the coast, across the equator, and back. During the summer, we have something that's called the the Davidson countercurrent, which is a thin band of water that deflects back from the equator up along our coast to. I think Washington, maybe Canada. I don't think it goes all the way up to Alaska. That's why we always have that uphill current during the summer. Okay, That's what brings the warmer water from down below. So the reason we get these warm water species is because this narrow band of warm water comes back up, brings warm water up the coast. They say it's the 
oh, we got a big south swell. It has nothing to do with the warm water getting up here. It's that Davidson countercurrent. So that also brings a bunch of nutrients. That's what gets everything fired up. That's why when you're going to cat in the morning, it's super stood up and rough. It's because that uphill current. Mm-hmm. That may go out to 100 miles maybe or maybe 150 miles. I don't know exactly how far it goes up here because they don't go that far out. But that was running big time, and we had that south wind. So basically at Rocky Point, the kelp, the surface kelp, and you know, I'm calling it surface kelp because kelp that comes to the surface yeah. normally extends out into 60 <clears> or 80 <throat> feet of water, even when there's current. It might be down a foot or two, but mm-hmm. it's there. So we get up there, and there's no kelp at all at Rocky. And the surface kelp that we could actually see was in 15 feet of water. Yes, yeah. Which is a very unusual situation because it, it, the current's really that strong to do that unless it's you know up on it. So I got to back up here. So uh, when we have this uphill current, mm-hmm. Point Furman has a canyon that comes off called Furman Canyon. Okay. And if we have a a lot of push from the south, a lot of time the deep water or the cold deep water will get pushed up and cool it way off. If you go to Point Furman, sometimes it's like sixty. Four in the morning, you go back there when it turns to downhill, it's 70. Yeah, yeah. That's because yeah. of it upwelling out of that thing. But anyway, so we get the rocky, and the current is so strong that the 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 playing field that we're used to is gone. Mm-hmm. Nothing I understand is happening. <clears throat> we tried and fish some of our normal stuff. We caught a few fish. We went back up to where that, so it was calm in the bay because that, that south wind gets blocked by PV. But we get up in there, and it's, it's not active. So we go back to the weather side of PV at this point because of the south wind, and um, we adjust. We bring our the area we would normally fish in by 80 yards, and now we got the boat in 15 feet of water, <clears throat> and we're fishing this surface kelp that is in an area that we've never been able to get to in our entire lives, and there's some big fucking bass. Big ones, yeah. Big ones. Yeah, and um, they weren't everywhere, but they were no. in the spots you'd expect them. We were throwing a swim bait, and I mean So that, when you say spots... For people listening, what, what you're expecting, what are you looking for? Are you looking for the submerged, the two feet, the isolated stringers? Isolated stringers really? on the leading edge. Or yeah. you're deep. never deep into the kelp in your boat. No, we're never. not. We're, we're, we're this, That was the deepest that we have fished in the kelp than we usually do. Okay. But it's only because that's where the... So basically... That was, that's but what the was, kelp that's, was below your motor. That's, right. So the, the kelp, kelp was, was below, below. the edge of the kelp is where the surface kelp is or yeah. just subsurface kelp. It might be a foot down. It might be two feet yeah. down. It may be on the surface. But basically, at some point in every kelp bed, you're going to have a lot of current ripping down there, and there's going to be a spot where you can actually see kelp on the surface. And that's that edge is normally so the, the smaller fish will be out in that kelp that's submerged. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. Current's running all fired up. The bigger fish don't want to compete with that because, you know, a bass is a very simple creature. They don't, they don't have any goals or aspirations other than to survive. It's like a machine. So basically... Yeah. They say, hey, you know, I have to burn X amount of calories to get X amount of result. And they're there for 40 years from these bigger bass. I mean, yeah. that bass macaw is probably 35 years old. Wow. Um, it's learned that, hey, I can sit in the shadow of these stringers where the surface kelp is. It doesn't understand that there's surface kelp, but it knows there's less current here. And I'm right on the edge where there's more current. And those small bass are out in that heavier stuff, and I don't have to compete with them. So I can just sit here and wait, pick off a big bait when it comes by. Have all have all your fish came off of like isolated stringers stuff like that? Your big ones, yeah, yeah, so yeah. They yeah. all come okay. from where exactly. Well, where I mean, except the here. except that the big one I got in South County that was that was like on the beach. When was this though? That was fuck. How good what this year was, was that? this Laguna then? Yeah. No, yeah, it's what Jack. I've been before fourteen. Before it closed. Before yeah, it closed. Yeah, so we we saw the Blazer Bay back then, but you know we went out and it was a super rough day, 
and Big Surge, and it's an area Decker calls the Birdcage. Me and Matt went yeah. to the pageant of the Masters, and in Laguna the other day, we drove by the Birdcage. Yep. It's actually a, a backstop for a baseball field on the hill. Wow, okay. But um, we caught that fish in there, and I actually, Matt's like, I want to cast way up, and then the reef comes way out, it stood up, so I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a circle in, you can cast, and I'm going to slide the boat out. We weren't real comfortable fishing shallow then. So he bombed the cast out, and I pointed the boat out, and he gets bit, and... Um, I just kind of gunned this over the next well. And that fish on the scale went from 10 to, it never went under. So it was like, you know, okay, this is a 10-pounder. And then... Uh, I pulled next to the boat, and I go, look at this big bastard. Yeah. The next the <laughs> next day, Jimmy went to the same area, got like a yeah. 915. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Do you and know then, anyone? Uh, I think Jeff Peck uh, got one close to 10, like, Fun. very close after that. Yeah. That whole area, that whole the MLPA stretch. was so, now it's closed. They closed it, it for a reason. Well, the area that we yeah. fished was still open now. Is it okay? Yeah. <clears throat> I like. I went to Dana Point with my kid the other day, but the conditions are bad. But uh, it, I feel like I just never go down there, and it's a good spot. To yeah, fish. when we fished down there, we had no idea what we were doing, and you know that's really <laughs> no. the fucking truth. Yeah. And it's uh, knowing what you're doing is such a subjective thing. There, there was boats that would constantly go there and just kill them, kill yeah. switch. You know, uh, Scott and Cobzef. Um, uh, Cobzef would go there and just they would they would win every. Calico tournament out of Dana Point, pretty much. They knew it. They they fished that shit a lot. There so over the years of changing now, do you feel like baits are changing? Like the weedless is still is the big bait. I I think there's the fish, much you know? more productive ways to catch bass than on a weedless swim bait. But I think that the way we fish, we enjoy fishing. You know, I, I mentioned this before. We're basically specialists. We like to fish a certain way. You know, it, it's probably we're gonna. Fucking Clementi in the middle of winter. And if there's not fish biting the top three feet of the water column, we're not going to catch anything. And there's been plenty of times where we did not, right? No, you guys we, won't yeah. punch, you we won't go, punch we, with no, heavy. No, heavy. no, no. We, we don't go, have that. We'll go fish. Uh, what do you mean? We don't bring it. You just don't like fishing that way. We'll, we'll go fish jigs at the rockfish spots then. Yeah, yeah we don't. We don't. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck about how many calico bass I catch. Yeah. You I give a fuck ones. about or bluefin tuna you or fucking marlin. You want to catch them the way you want to fish. How I like to fish. Yeah. There you go. Have you tried to like expand and go like, one thing I have seen, and I've seen people catching bigger fish, is these new glide baits. They're expensive. Yeah. But have you thought about trying to throw maybe a couple times for calicos? Yeah, they work. Because it's kind of like it's the weedless yeah, bite a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like I, fucking eight years ago, me and John Curry went to fucking Santa Cruz, and he threw a goddamn triple trout. We slayed him on a gold bar. <laughs> yeah, but I have no interest in fishing that or spending that kind of money on a bait. So, yeah. <laughs> I love the weedless. is pretty good. Yeah. I, pretty fun. It, it, it is, and that's like one of – okay – if you had, you you have the cotch, hot cotch is your color, MC. Yeah. You guys only throw MC primarily. That's all. Yeah. That's all we throw. Our friend. That's all we throw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's. I understand. They're if all great. your friend. We saw. Other, we saw. We, we. I saw things. I sent the man on Instagram. Some other company that I don't even know who they are. They're pouring a hot cotch in that too, which I think is fantastic. Dude, there's one new one called I think it's Butter Bates. They're out of state. It's a kid, and I'm like. Wow, this looks really good. It almost yeah. looks like an LK a little bit. Yeah, uh, that, that's probably the one that you saw as a hot yeah. cotch color. I think that's great. Yeah, I mean, there's it's no secret. Jimmy, it's, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy fishes uh, Brian's baits, LKs, Sanders, yeah. and <laughs> what does he call them? The Sanders? Those, Sanders. Those, are, those are that fucking bait gets bit. This is the problem. Try getting Sander to make some fucking baits, and he won't. Fuck, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Dude. Hey, no, the last the last fishing trip, uh, uh, Jimmy was bitching about Gary. <laughs> what the fuck, man? He's making all these baits. He's, he said he sent him, and he didn't send him. Yeah. He's a pile so, of shit. That's he why. is. He's oh, busy. Gary. He's living his life. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the uh, what it comes down to is that 
if you want to become a good fisherman, choose a bait. Go and fucking fish until they bite it. I mean, we've been fishing. How, like long, how long? No, well, even for you, because how long did you take to just focus? Because you're you're Hawkeye. Everyone knows you fish a certain way for the weedless. How long did you kind of take to tune the way you like to fish? I, I was just talking to Corey about this a couple of days ago. I, I, I called him, and um, we were talking about the weedless, and he he thinks like ninety percent of it is uh, the way it swims mm-hmm. and not color. I don't think the color matches matters as much. I think the color you build up confidence with it, and then you just. I said, I think the, the main thing is just keep the lure tight on, don't keep changing your shit. It's the you're cast. Not, you are not going to build up any confidence with that bait, and you're going to constantly be second guessing yourself. Maybe if I tried this, like when I was trying to fig, first figure fish, uh, figure out the weedless, I was doing that. I was going through thirty baits a day. Eric would have the same brown ass, <laughs> ugly motor yep. oil looking color, and still catching them, and I'd be adding Christmas tree and fucking red bellies and all this other bullshit. And um, I finally just stopped, and we, you know, we fish one color, and that's for pretty much everything, except you, the jerk sheds. We had, we had a couple other colors yeah, of jerk sheds. Yeah. Um, Those are great. Yeah, when they're not when they're not committing to the weedless. Oh, so that this jerk is something shed. that man, you know. So uh, Corey's been pulling a pouring a seven inch split tail slug for years now, and we've had we we get gallon size ziplogs. Yeah, stuff. we're yeah. very lucky. But um, for whatever reason, Matt brought one out. And put on the owner's sled head, and they the the fish were following the weedless, short biting and shit. Matt tied one of those things that got like fucking twenty in a row. They were biting like a weedless. Yeah, and um, it's you know at PV I'm not. And what's nice got a very light rod, two hundred size reel. You know, uh, real big you know, parabolic rod, yeah, yeah, yeah buggy yeah. whip style. It's fine. And we have we have a great time doing. It. We're actually I'm actually building a couple of nine footers to do that with, but. Um, that is. Are you building the nine footers to get more distance on the? On the well, rod? we fish them on seven foot rods. It's kind of hard to cast. We have the Batson makes a longer rod, and it's I like a longer rod. Mm-hmm. Like the crankbaits, we're fishing on ten foot rods now. Oh, oh no way! That's yeah. the best. Are you using the big the eight uh, XDs and ten XDs? No, we're no. fishing. Uh, you know, in for so, bodies, we're fishing at six hey, XDs. You know that makes complete sense. You know how much that's another like foot or two deeper. Yeah, to and get for that the you know calgas, we're fishing at almost exclusively now mass fishing the uh, CR sixteen. CR sixteen, okay. whatever. Evergreen. I like those two. That's yeah. a, I, I have the same one tied on. I use the, the Berkeley Dredger because Dude, it's cheaper. Yeah. From, <laughs> the, from the spotty tournament, I used it all day. They ate it all day long. It's the same bait that we were catching big ones on at Catalina on Sunday. Yeah. Same bait. Oh. Same color. How's Catalina been for Calico? We haven't been there in a while, but it was fucking pretty fantastic. Really? We, Saturday, we went there in June. Sunday. We went there in June, didn't we? Yeah. And we had great fishing. But uh, sun, uh, Sunday when we went, um, it was big. South swell, big yeah, ripping uphill current, and a lot. It was low tide, and the <clears> beaches we fish normally you got the boat sitting in you know six to eight feet of water. Mm-hmm. But now to get in there, it's boiling. So we have to sit outside. That ten foot rock comes in there, so you bomb a cast in. But um, our best areas were too washed out from the swell. But we, you know, we caught some nice bass right off the bat. You know, mm-hmm. four or five pounders, and then saw a bunch of birds working. In an area that's not normally very good, mm-hmm. but it's kind of sheltered by some rocks that stick out. And um, Matt's first cast in there, he gets like a five. Jimmy cast in there, he gets probably a six plus. Fuck, Matt crazy. hooks it up, like, oh, it comes <laughs> off. It's like, holy crap. Yeah. Just there were some big ones in there. Back to that rod, though. I, I'm i interested in that. So you have a 10-footer. So it's 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 a so it's a 10-foot rod. It's a two-piece. It's telescoping okay. like the old flipping stick. Yeah. And it's made to fit Is in... Is it this on the on the butt of the rod? Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's made to fit into a rod locker on a bass boat. Okay. We just cement it together. Okay. 
and they make a uh, they make a ten foot swim bait rod. They make a, and three, what is it rated? I don't know the swim bait rod. They make three levels of crankbait rods, and we fished the medium one, I think. But uh, I are know. you throwing that for cranks? Or are you throwing that for like? Well, different We're throwing well, for I, cranks. I, I, I Matt hooked the bluefin on it on Sunday. But like, even with it to get the distance on the sled head. You're throwing that. Oh, yeah. We fished that, that same rod, in the nine foot version. Okay, that's what and I kind of. That's kinda, also the RDD 100 rod now. That would, that, would fit, Fuck, that would fish the sled head really, really well. Yeah. It really would. What's it's, the what's the rate? What is the model number? Because I'm, I'm fucking going to buy one. I, oh, they're badass. Even though, hey, I love Phoenix. Best rod company ever. But, you know, you got to try some other stuff, too. Yeah. I'm looking at them, so don't, don't wait for Yeah, no, no, talk. no. Yeah, it's fine. But, no, it's something different to, like, where. I love love fishing the sled head. It's like you my get, favorite you thing. You get you get a pretty good distance with that's a, what with I a want. Foot rod. And you're yeah. throwing are you throwing a two uh, two hundred reel on on that? Yeah, with thirty pound braid. Yeah. yeah, thirty to what liter? Forty pound. Forty. Forty. Fuck, dude, that what? sounds fun as shit. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I hooked a little, little bluefin on it right off the bat when we pulled off. Yeah, it's spectacular. He's been casting crank yeah. into the rocks all yeah. morning. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we have a lot of you know it's. it's Sorry, go ahead and talk, man. I'm trying to look this thing up. <laughs> Do you fish, Matt? Will you fish uh, weedless deep, like drag it on the bottom? No. Like, or over rocks? Why don't we just use a regular swim bait then? Oh, I mean, no. the whole point of fishing the weedless is so you could see it. Well, no, I liked the weedless certain applications I've learned from people. People, no, people over, do like um, over, over, like no, like boilers, um, getting it in there. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the guys. Uh, they're buddies of mine on on Instagram, and they fish. Um, they fish a lot of weedless swim baits at the breakwater. Yeah. And they That's slow enough. roll them. Yes. That's um, what I, I've done the fucking, same thing. I'm trying to, I have to look at the So, real quick here, it's, it's the Revelation um, CBT98H and XH. They have a, they have a. Can you send me a link to that? Just text MH, me. yeah. So, these are, you know, nine foot, eight inch uh, crankbait rods. Are the jerk bait rod you'd recommend for the, for that the would jerk be the 9.2. I'm not the jerk shed. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, that'd be the 9.2. Yeah, send me that uh, one because okay. I, I want to get it. <laughs> I will. I mean, they're awesome, though. I'll build you one. I'd Look, love that. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'll I'll build you. Oh, one. I'd love that because that that's like my, I don't have an actual jerk shad rod, but I throw it a shitload. Yeah. So I've started this rod company here, not officially called Chit Dog Custom Rods. And really. I am uh, only doing rods for charity. Oh no way. Or are you doing the one right now? What are you doing? Yeah, one for right one now? for the War Heroes and Water okay. tournament. Yeah. So that's a pretty who's, involved rod. Who's for the me. guy, Matt? You find so, I think it's sudden impact. Oh but yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt's gonna, uh, Shannon. Shannon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt's gonna paint a fish on that one for me, so that's gonna Are go for really? good money. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. But um, or I'm giving him away, so I'll I'll make you one as a gift. So you're doing you're doing it as like your hobby that you like to like yeah. you did with the fishing, right? Videos. And I'm trying to I'm trying to do good. So I'm either gonna give them to my friends or I will auction them off, and either for a direct cause or for a specific charity that I want to do. And that's if you want to buy them at school or. Or you know, buy a raffle ticket or whatever is fine too. No, so, yeah. when are you gonna start doing that, and how can people uh, interact with you on that? Uh, it'll be through my social media once I start. Doing once you start it, doing yeah. it, yeah. I'm actually start doing it now, but uh, the first one I'm doing is for a it's for silent auction. Okay, yeah. silent yeah. auction. Okay, and you guys, you fish primarily rain shadow blinks. Yeah, only, oh, only, and yeah. I build them all. And that's one of the cool things. You know, we're catching. How many you... haven't broke on you that he's built or done wrong? None. Oh, really? One, You're that one. fucking good. No, we we treat the rods like shit. <laughs> we knock guides off all the time. Oh, we yeah. knock guides off. Um, we use the rods when we're fishing Newport Harbor. We push push the, the mooring cans. Push the yeah. mooring cans with the rods. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we treat them like shit. Eric, you guys, this is what Eric does. We we go from spot to spot fishing calicos. He takes his rod, winds the the seven inch bait all the way to the rod tip, and then drops the rod to the side of the boat, and it slams on the on the on the seat. 
Yeah. And we move to the next spot. I don't care. Doesn't give a three shits. <laughs> no. I knock guys off all the time. Yeah. Do you guys rinse your reels after you? In salt water. Yeah, in always. In salt water, you're always, okay. Yeah, always. In, you know, salt water is the key. Some keep guys it. don't. No, yeah, you I have mean, to rinse them with salt water. With salt water, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. You guys did that, did that kombucha drink? Is it too strong for you? You can't no. catch up? Okay. God. <laughs> I just thought about it. I thought, no, oh, they're trying we, to be funny again. We, yeah. treat, we treat the shit oh, like again. garbage. Again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're trying to be funny yeah. again, Matt. Make it funny, me. I'm not 350 pounds. <laughs> I don't have donkey balls hey, in the back of my it, Chevy. Look no. at look at this. See, this is the hot cotch I wanted. That's what, what I'm talking you, about. We should bring the big bottle. No, yeah. man, no, remember I'm that? Good. I'm good. That was the best when you're pounding Jesus that fucking Christ. thing like this. That was. I didn't do that, did I? That was best lowest point. Yeah, you did. You walked away to try to hide from him. You had the bottle with you, and then you're behind him, and everyone going, and then you came and sat back down. I'm like. He's gonna kill you. He is gonna kill you. Yeah, it's and then good. it was drinks. You'd pour them, and yep. he'd grab them and dump in someone else's thing. And- I put my hand over the glass. He poured it on top of my hand. <laughs> I don't believe it. I think I had bad Taco Bell. I, think was, I had food poisoning. You might have been roofied. I might have. Did you give me a date rape drug again? I don't know. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Ten dollars in your hand. And I don't know. Over your ass. So I like the the cool thing is here all applications for the calico. Especially the weedless, and that's one thing I think both of you guys have pretty locked down. Um, what would your second choice be? Of what? Like a bait. Like if you can't. Oh, a crankbait. Crankbait. A crankbait, yeah. Crankbait. That was, a, was that a big learning curve for you guys? Like uh, line-wise, stuff like that? I, I got to tell you. It, no, it wasn't. I, t- <laughs> listen, listen. we lucked into it, and we lucked into the fish that were willing to bite for us that, that first time. We, I, I've fished crankbaits off and on, you know, not really knowing what I'm doing. For 30 years, I was fishing a, a rebel at Catalina Island when I was 15 years old on the back wow. of the Tornado. Racist but, bastard. Anyways, um, <laughs> but so but not rebel. Not, but, <laughs> yeah, but um, so we've we've done it. We caught them on got spotties on it, but never built up and got a pattern or figured anything out. But um, can I interrupt? The, you? Yeah, please the, the do. The first uh, oh, the police do. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first calico we caught on a crankbait was we had fished Newport River and then we went to the pipe for the day. And I yeah. cast one out and it got tangled while I was casting. I was whopper plopping it back. Yeah. Because it was backwards. And, and I calico- fucking hit it. Calico bit it. Oh my yeah. God, that's not so hard. Yeah. Dolphin, yeah. Some dolphins had pushed in bait onto the pipe. Oh, yeah. And they were just fucking, everything was activated right then. Everything was activated. Oh, so it was up. God. Yeah. That must have been so fun. Yeah. Pipe's another place that I really like to, to fish. Uh, I know we you guys, have, hate, you guys hate the A rig, but I fish the A rig oh, there, and I Jesus. I'll fish the. I don't crank. hate it. It's just not in my. It's, it's a good thing to fish. Change, for, do you know what Gary? He, Jerry changed the rules to uh, three hooks now, right? To fish to fish a tournament. A rigs A rigs a great way to put fish on the well. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. I was at the Coronados on a, a trip for Costa Sunglass on the uh, Mission Bell, mm-hmm. and Chad Gearlick pulled up next to us to fish on our chum line, and he's fishing fucking hookup baits on an A rig. Hey, I catch the calories. I'm like. Okay. Hey, uh, he fucking. That's crazy. And well, I that's see, that's not. And you know what? What's the red, what, 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 what's the red buttons mean? I changed. Look at this. Yeah. Screen. Look at that. Oh. Okay. Hey, baby girl. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> okay, I'm confused. <laughs> Son. No, he does do that, and I heard he did but, it. But no, I, like, rig, I mean, I can't hear you now. So here's here's the thing. So there, 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 there was this company called uh, Picasso. Was, okay. Now, what was the company that made the uh, the jig painting thing or the wrap jig wrap thing? Uh, Rich bait, 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 bait wrap, bait wrap. Yes, they said you know we can wrap your jigs naturally, and they will. Your your uh, service iron, okay, and they will work better than anything else. Okay, and uh, at the time the guy told me he was 
basically dying of cancer, and I sent him like a hundred old jigs, just so he'd have something to wrap. And he ended up selling them all, so that's a little weird. But um, <laughs> anyway, so he's like, "Oh yeah, this the reason this bait wrap works is now the jig looks like a live bait." But then people are like, "Hey, this wasn't that long. Is this long? Yeah, ago? No, no, not that long ago." So, I remember so, this guy. So people are like, "Hey, can you put a logo of my boat on the jig yeah. or my fucking whatever?" Now it looks, like, it looks like it looks like it looks like a live bait with a tattoo. Yeah. So now <laughs> guys are posting pictures of a fish that's got a fucking goddamn white jig with a blue logo on it, yeah. and his whole business ball went in the fucking toilet. I mean, why would you do that? It, the the wraps like, did you ever try the wraps on the Lucky no. Crafts? No. It, did, it didn't work in the beginning for me. I tried them. Rap, I bought them. So, Nick, wraps, all this other bullshit is meaningless. I mean, it really What is. about scent? No. You guys don't like scent either? No. We used to fish it's scent messy. when we fished wrong. How about nighttime? It's scent? messy. Nighttime? When we fish Never. at night, we fish wrong. Well, you know, I'll we say, I'll say uh, gulp, the scent on gulp works really good for gulp. It works. You can put you can put a jerk shad in the rod holder, and they'll fucking swim up and eat it. They will. <laughs> I, they will. I agree. No, they will. I agree. No, they do. But is that really the fish you want to catch? Is that the level you're at outside the bar? Wait for a chick to come out and vomit to yeah. beat her? Yeah. yeah. No, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, want, yeah, I want to go after the one. They finally kick her off the bus. Here you go. <laughs> I want to go after the one that's tired of all the guys at the bar, and it's like, I'm, too, I'm much better than this, but fool them and bring that... <laughs> That's for me, yeah. And give her an eating disorder. Hey, easy. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Fucking God, dude. You, you guys, I swear, every time you come on, it's fucking crazy. Right. And you guys, we're not drinking this time. Okay. I am. I'm, I'm barely now. drinking. I'm, I'm barely drinking. Um, <laughs> I got to watch my I got liver. my pinky up so the count. Okay, have you, do you guys know any, anyone that caught a legitimate 12? Because I've heard of 10s and 11s. Oh, so he's got like 15 of them. A real 12 on a lure. Um, Evan caught one at Catalina. I Did know. he really? Uh, I, I think it was 12. I think it was 12 on the iron. Yeah. Because think, that's one so I've never really. I think, about, I, I think it was weighed. I think it was I think it was 12. Okay. About a million years ago when I was a kid, uh-huh. I'm, I'm probably 17 or 18, maybe 19. So we're talking 1989. Um, we were on a half-day trip on the Southern Cal, which is the half-day boat of... Uh, Burp 55 back then, and we'd gone up to Palos Verdes in the morning, and uh, one of our deadheads had the biggest fish in the boat for jackpot. So Chris Goble was running the boat, mm-hmm. who used to run the freelance, so who I think Matt worked for. Um, he asked Myron Ackman, the deckhand, where are we going to only catch, catch the fish, only small fish? He said, let's go to Point Furman. Wrong. That's a wrong Yeah, move. so we go there, <laughs> and conditions were just right, and somebody caught a bigger fish. Luckily, it was a deadhead, so we kept the money. But that afternoon on a half-day trip, we went to the receiver. And back then, they used to make bait in the harbor, and there's a lot of brown bait, pompano, herring, all these other things mixed into bait. It wasn't just sardines. Back then, it was yeah. anchovies. Yeah. But there were these bigger baits that were very good for calico bass, and sand bass loved Brown bait, right? Was a yeah, so we... Spent an hour at the fucking receiver digging out with the big squid rail, which lets all the anchovies through, picking out all these big baits. And we went to uh, went to Furman that afternoon on a downhill current, and we had uh, good fishermen on the boat. It was like the boys. It was like a Monday afternoon or yeah, something. Yeah. And uh, they were going to release all these bigger fish. But um, I think we had four fish over 10, and the biggest one we went on a hand scale was like a Rapala hand scale. It was almost 13. Is that the biggest calico you've ever seen? 
Other than when I hooked the Clemente a few years ago and lost, yeah. Yeah. How big do you think the one was in Clemente was? Mm, that wasn't there. there, but I'm I'm fourteen. I would say sixteen to seventeen. Jimmy Jimmy thought it was a yellow. Dude, no way. It it ate. I'm gonna get some water. It yeah, ate that. It ate that uh, Sibylla stick shad like uh, twenty five pound yellow ate the service oh iron. It was a boil that was three feet across. And Jimmy's like, water good? "Huh? No, no, go in the house and get." <laughs> Jimmy's like, "It oh. is, but <laughs> yeah, not that good. Have some of that biolage. That's good stuff too. Yeah, but um, that I, is. That's... I hooked that thing, and Jimmy's like, "Dude, you think yellow?" I'm like. It's a Calgary. He's like, no way. The thing's fucking actually taking on it. It might have been, I don't know. It might have been like a golf grouper or something. We get those up here. It, it was, was that Hawaii Island or no? Yeah. West End, okay. the All Castle right. Rock. It was, um, I don't know. It was something that I was completely unprepared you for. You thought it was it, the one, though. You... It, it was well beyond anything. It was so big that I'm not sure it was a Calico. It was okay. not a black sea bass. But you saw color. I saw, saw it come color. up eating okay. the bait on the surface. Okay. You know, ten feet from me, and there was nothing in between me and it but open water. Fuck. And somehow I had these uh, those uh, uh, offset. Uh, was it sixty five? Sixty five pounds. Yeah, there okay. was, I was in goddamn eighty feet of water. It was not coming. I was not going to get rocked. It yeah, was just, yeah. It came off, and I'm like, you know, I don't know. I've got you know, uh, Gulf Coney and shit like that up here. There's those big grouper and yeah, inside yeah. the break wall yeah it might have been something like that but if it was not it was probably a 15 pound plus calico so the biggest you've heard of is probably 13 I, or 12 it was either it was either little chris's fish was freaking giant and then um i think evan got a 12 at catalina okay because i always side. wonder that and people always go what what's the like a recent one yeah. i mean the biggest recent one's what bobby's 10.84 has anyone I, hit eleven? I, I, I don't think I don't think that we keep oh. track of it like that. You know, I, mean, I do. I mean, people do. I I like it. it makes it's interesting to me. When did he catch that? Like, oh, a year and a half, maybe two years ago. Santa got there. Maybe it was Bobby. Yeah, yeah, with Santa. Yeah, dude, that fucked up that day. I was supposed to go with him. So what it comes down to, Boston, today, let me go. I'm gonna I'm gonna let everybody off the hook here. These okay. aren't freshwater bass, and that <laughs> fucking size number does not matter to bass fishermen. It really doesn't. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I have just as much fun catching guys. If you didn't give a fuck, you wouldn't tell me you almost caught a 16. I would love to get a freaking giant. <laughs> but no, one. It, it, didn't, but it had no impact whatever. on my life. I mean, no, it's no, like, I yeah, know. That doesn't define but you as a I, fisherman. It doesn't, but it's cool to catch. Like, I would love to catch a 10 coastal. Yeah. So, yeah, my, like, grand, I don't my, be, you know? my dear departed grandmother said the dumbest farmers grew the biggest potatoes. So, Thanks. Hey. <laughs> How, how can you define what's going to bite your fucking lure? It's not like if you... Okay, so let's say that it's different. So if Well, you, give us a comparison. How about okay, this? Okay, I'm going to give you a comparison. But no, what I'm going to say, break down the difference between a freshwater okay. application yeah. to a salt. So in a freshwater application, a 15-pound fish has seen 8,000 goddamn lures in its life probably. Yeah. And a ton of shadows and everything else. Some dumbass ten pounder Clemente. It's like, who? Okey doke. Let me come out here and vote for Trump. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is. They <laughs> come out know. here and vote for Trump. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. They yes, don't. But this is another thing. Do you? But very good by the birdie. Yeah. So. Do, do you think that a ten pound inshore is a better? Like to, to me, I think that's like the goal. No. Me. No. For it's me, it's the same. It's for the same. me, any larger fish. And you know the larger fish when you catch it. It's mm -hmm. like, whoa, check out what I just caught. Is an accomplishment. Um, 
there was I talked about this in the previous podcast, but mm-hmm. there was a spotted PV up around Rocky that Matt and I had an entire summer where every time we went there we got a big bite. And Matt hooked the seven pound plus fish and I freed out of an eight pounder that was following that fish up. And if I would have been more strategic, I could have netted the ten. There was a ten you saw. Oh, there was. There oh, was, yeah. There, there was, was there probably bigger ones. There than was that. there was eighty pounds of fish following my. Yeah. My how much a, how much luck do you think plays into calico fishing? Well, there is no luck in catching bass consistently. There's a ton of luck in catching real big ones. So all the really big fish Matt and I have caught were completely unexpected. We're doing our normal thing. Yeah. And it's not like know, we're fishing a bait that is. So this is this, this is what we come back to bait. the. To the uh, making the tournament series something bigger than it is because it, c- it kind of goes like it- it'll never be freshwater bass, right? It'll never just never be that. And even Thank to God. go, <laughs> I mean, it got there right in the old days. People, everyone, you got you wore a fucking jersey, both of you dickheads, yeah. and, and you went to ICAST, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. because we were asked to wear sponsors because you're a pro, you guys are a pro, Calico. At fan. the time, we were. Doing what we did at a level that people wanted so to... So one time you're a professional calico fisherman, you think? No. 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a professional <laughs> church manager, sideline writer, yeah. and occasional But do you fisherman. understand, and I've always had this fucking debate, there's got to be a... You're the top echelon of the of what you do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You we're big fish in an extremely small pond. But you... This is our pond. Well, I get that, and I appreciate that, but I also know my place. So basically what it comes down to is that... Of fishing in Southern California, probably 50% of the people that like to do what we do, probably 25% of the people are serious about what we do, and about 2% of the people are actually as serious as we are about it. Yeah. So there's no... What a great explanation of that. Yeah, there's no real revenue. I I tuned out. I wasn't listening at all. (laughs) How many times have you heard this? I just, yeah, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Blah blah blah, 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 blah. But hey, I try my hardest. I always talk like I. That's one thing I love is calico. Yeah. So I always talk about people go. Well, you swim bait fish all the time. I'm no. Yeah. Are you at the lake? No. Maybe once every two months. Mm-hmm. Why not? And then I bring the guys from the Delta here. They go. Oh yeah. I would fucking be right. yeah. calico fishing all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. Fuck you know. So my whole thing is that I like to fish in a certain way, uh, and that way changes constantly. Mm-hmm. And I like to figure out. Except, except it's always within the top five feet of the water. Right, column. that's one hundred percent there. Unless it's a crankbait. So yeah. you guys like top? Do you yeah. like to see the bike almost kind of? I don't. I don't. I don't, I, don't like, I don't like dragging the bottom. I really don't. I don't like to fish with a non-athletic stance. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah, is the if, thing: if, is, if, if, if you're going to drag if you the can bottom, sit down in a in a seat and fish, you're probably not going to fish on our boat. We don't even so, fish rockfish like that. No. So this is the thing: if you can drag the bottom and bring up big fish. Great. Is that your job? No, but for fun, if I'm no, like, that's not fun to me. Unless it's okay, like, here. Unless this it, is unless a great topic. Unless it's red snapper or ling cod, but I, we I'm don't all even about fish, it. Then. We don't even fish them like that. No, we're standing up when we're doing. And it. we're aggressively. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah. yeah, we're not. Like, so you know. I get what you're saying. This is, people maybe overthink the calico to you. Overthink it and go. Hey, we don't need to drag a jig to get that big bite. I'd rather fish catch them the way I want to. This is not freshwater. I don't need to throw a jig no, here. You know no. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's uh, we so basically, in calicos will bite a lure on the surface year round. They might not bite it in 80 feet of water when the water's 58 degrees, but yeah. they will certainly bite it in five feet of water 10 if feet they're of water, in their yeah. feet. Yeah. 
and water's been stable. It's been that it's, okay. it's been that temperature for a while. They're stable. So here's the next question for you, both of you: uh, water temperature. So I feel like I've heard people say 70, 70 degrees is too hot, and then I've heard fifty-eight too cold. Fifty-five. What's the perfect temperature, and what's your favorite time of year to catch these fish? You think is the best time of year? Mine is mine is the fall. I like fall fishing. So when would that I like, start? I like, that started I like, why do we get fall fishing? I like, I like fall fishing because you get the Santa Ana winds. It's a little calmer out there. You can go to Clemente or wherever the hell you are, and the water's going to be pretty flat, and you're not going to get your ass kicked on the way home. Yeah. It has yeah the, the, return, the return trip, is the, to me, is the most important part of the fishing oh trip. Because I fucking hate... <laughs> I fucking hate rough water. I fucking hate it. I don't get seasick at all. Yeah. But that constant fucking five gallon bucket in your face, I hate it. I and used to my, be six two. I'm six foot now from being yeah. skip. And yeah. then my back, everything just crunches us now. You know, that's these, why I have no neck. Yeah. <laughs> what is? But what is the? Uh, so locally, you still like that time of the year as well? Like PV, you think yeah. it's going to bite the best? You know, September, October. I like PV anytime. There's not a full moon. Oh God! Really? Yeah. And I like it. You don't like the full moon at all, huh? How about night fishing? So I'll, I don't. We don't night fish at night. We have Dude, not. So, so we have not fished at night since I quit having jobs I hated. So yeah. basically, <laughs> I don't fish at night. If it's that's bullshit. Night, if there's a full moon, you're gonna have an hour of really good bass fishing from fucking dawn till then. And that's gonna suck. And then it's gonna suck till long after I go home. Yeah. And by the end of the afternoon. So I like full moon. Uh, the full moon at night. It works really good on the break wall. It's fucking been awesome. Sudden impact, same thing. I've caught yeah, we've done seven, great. sixes, sevens, you know, like, but uh, the full moon's one thing. And, but like PV, especially like the time of year, like that September, October, it's just, is it because of the Santa Ana's coming in? I, think it's so, better? I, I like the Santa Ana's for. So for, Matt likes the weather fire. aspect. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. And why do you like the, the September, October? So there's a lot of fluctuation. So basically what happens, uh, with any calico bass fishery is early early spring into early or late spring and early summer we're very much at the whim of weather the water rolls a lot it's very unstable yes um, we get a lot of overcast at marine layer which we've had into august this year which is less than adequate but um bass bite better on the surface when the sun's out and Bass in general bite better when the water's been stable for three or four days. Bass don't like a big water temp increase or water temp drop. And that's something Benny Florentino taught me fucking, what, 20 years ago probably, is that if the water's moving more than a couple of degrees, um, the bass will be put off their bite bite, up or down. So when you, like, say, is that like if you leave the harbor, say it's 62 and you get out to the... No, for me, it's It'd like... be like if, going from one spot in PV to another and just like five well, degrees so basically if I know, and I look at the temp charts and it's been 68 degrees, I get to Furman in the morning, it's fucking 61. No Yeah, it, they're not going to be biting the way I want them to. So <laughs> yeah. the nice thing about PV is you drive another 100 yards and the temperature will change. Yes. There's so many ridges there and so much upwelling. But um, bass likes stable weather and they will bite on the surface and... Fucking fifty-three degree water if yeah. the water's stable January. for three or four days. Yeah, yeah. And so we, you know, we're not great bass fishermen in that we don't just fish for them to catch them. We just go in there with an attitude like, "This is the lure I want to fish today." I mean, me, Matt, and Jimmy went to Catalina with a potential for offshore fishing on Saturday, and we brought eight rods, I think, between the three of us, which isn't much. No, no. 
that's less than three rods a piece because we're like, hey, we're going to fish this way. Well, then, and two of those were like, one's a marlin caster. Yeah, one's a marlin caster. One's a marlin caster. One's a marlin caster. Yeah, that's the same. We, we saw them. So you had one like bass rod, one. Bit, one weedless. Matt had a weedless rod and a crankbait rod. Yeah. That was it. I had a weedless rod and a DD100 rod. And we had one. So this is the other thing. Do you rod. guys, will you guys go out and do this? Uh, like, say you're going to go out and fish PB. Will you just take three rods? Or two rods, and do you do that for the reason of, hey, I'm just trying to do it this way. I don't want to pick up this other fucking rod. No, well, we don't. When we, we never PV, pick them up. Why bring them? When we go to PV, though, for the last few months, we have been bringing uh, uh, something to fish a jerk shad on. Okay. We have so, a crankbait rod, a weedless rod, a jerk shad rod, and Eric saw some bluefin on the outside of some kelp. So sometimes we'll have a surface iron rod there. He just blew so. up the spot. Yeah, we had, yeah, we had yeah. like a 60 pound yeah. bluefin, bluefin or biting. Eight and 40 feet of water off fucking Trump National the other Are day. Are you fucking serious? Now he's magging like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it blew my mind. Well, luckily Chris Oaks is there and he, you know, he's a <laughs> good, good uh, He's a sober one of the yeah. folks. So, you know. But no, I mean, that's kind of like a, the staples, I think, of your guys' game. Jerk Chat is one of them. It is I mean, now, it's, but it's, you know, basically, you give me a DD100 and a weedless rod and a surface iron rod that I am very reluctant to throw. Why? 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 His body can't do it anymore. I've done. So, a, do you, did you change your rod size? And no, I like haven't. That? So basically, I've done. A, I used to snowboard. I did a tremendous amount of falling. My range of motion, my upper body is just fucked. Okay. He can't, you know, he can't bend at the waist. No, I'm like a tuna. I don't bend in the middle anymore. But um, <laughs> I, have a, I have a lot of damage. And uh, if I throw the service iron, they have to be biting pretty fucking good okay. because it's it's not the day of. It's the next day. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. yeah I can't lift my arm kind of shit. Do you so. use a gay R2-D2 when you throw it? I do not. We don't own one. No? no. That's for women. <sighs> I have one. Of them. They're great. But yeah. yeah, I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming up at the 100 minute mark already 100 minutes yeah dude uh i only got two hours on this so i want to kind of close up and okay. and uh plug everything that people can go uh find your channel at so start kind of closing it up and uh telling us where we can get to the channel where they can find the videos where they subscribe uh bloody decks and all that stuff yeah you go to the bd outdoors youtube channel or go to the bd outdoors website and it's all right there so that's basically it. Man, Are you go. fucking kidding me? You came to just say it's right there. You need to go. No, go on YouTube, no, it's bullshit. Go blah, blah. Type in my name, E R I K space L A N D E S F E I N D. That's how I tell the UPS guys. Lowercase L sign. L A N D E S F E I N D. So, Matt, <laughs> we we sing like this on the boat sometimes. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can tell. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Um, so we got another twenty minutes. To talk normal now. Well, after when we end it, right now we're gonna okay. end it. So. But uh, I want to say thank you to both of you guys. Right on. Appreciate it. It's fun. Uh, of, it's always fun with you guys. Every time you come on, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, uh, do you have anything you guys want to plug sponsor-wise? I feel this one Matt's best work. Because he was reserved because he I fucking can't. went rager, full retard last one. <laughs> Matt, come on. Let's have two minutes. <laughs>